This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. All right. This is our Rogue One, a Star Wars story spoiler filled review. So. So we should warn people that there's going to be spoilers, right? Yes. (laughs) This is your, uh, we'll give you a 30 second grace period of us being stupid here. But if you ever everything. All right. Rogue One from Ipanema. Right, shut up. <laughs> here, we, here we go. You're supposed to go. Shut it up, sir. All right. First impressions. What did you guys think? I liked it. Uh, it. It felt like Star Wars, but it felt like something different at the same time. Mm-hmm. Especially, it it didn't even have a title card, did it? It had a title card. It just didn't have those the the text crawl. Really, I didn't see like Rogue One plastered on any screen. Well, it came like uh, after she was a kid and she grew up. Oh, I guess I blinked during that part or something because I didn't see it at all. Yeah, like it was a delayed uh, one. Um, oh, that's cool. I I missed the crawl. It definitely. It didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. Now, you said you booed, but I didn't hear you. Because I thought you were going to Princess Bride and just go, boo! <laughs> no, you know what, Alex? It, it happened It happened a split second after I told you to shut up. Oh, that's why. Scott was being too loud. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say it very loud. I just went, boo, something like that. I was saying boo words. Um, yeah, I don't know, Alex. That's... It's rough not having it there. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it'll make it more special when you get a bunch of saga films, I guess. I, I don't know. It definitely wasn't enough to ruin it. I liked it as well. So I thought this movie was pretty good. I've only seen it once so far. I'll see it more, and then I'm sure I'll have more things to like and dislike about it as it goes on. But So the prediction on Twitter was half right. Um, I don't know what your prediction was. That I'd go to the bathroom twice? Only no, that, that you would hate it until you watched it a couple more times. Oh. So so let's start with that real quick. Uh, I, I think I need to see it again because I was not impressed by the 3D, especially the first like 10 or 15 minutes. Well, yeah. Like I my eyes were adjusting or I, my eyes are tired. I don't know. We're tired at that point in the day. I don't know. But like I was going cross-eyed. <laughs> Fucking 3D so I, I, sucks. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, there there it's, there was there was no reason to see this movie in 3D. Uh, I am I'm a 3D hater though, so Yeah. I don't hate it, but it's Take just it for, you will. for most movies it, it I just tune it out. Really, I tune it out for most of the movies. There were some parts where the 3D made a difference, but not enough to pay an extra price and wear uncomfortable glasses. Yeah. I mean, I'm the one who got the ticket, so sorry for that. But that's just cuz I was all that was available and that I just Yeah, that's fine. It's like 80% 3D versions, and then there's like 20% non, and it's, it's like just ridiculous. Like you can't even see it in IMAX without 3D. Ugh, I hate it. 
The thing and is, then it, 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 it gives that purple wash over the whole movie because one lens is blue and the other one's red. <laughs> so annoying. I know. I couldn't tell which which blasters belong to which good guys or bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just know, yeah, this uh, was some guy on a <laughs> some podcast. He goes, yeah, I don't understand it. These people put all this money into making the picture look great, and then you're going to go to the theater and put, like, dark film over your eyes when you watch it. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yep. Um, so, all right, well, we're ranting on 3D, but, um, yeah, I definitely want to see it again without 3D. It wasn't enough to ruin it for me. Um, like I said, I liked it. There, I can definitely say this is the first of any of the new movies since Return of the Jedi, where there was no part where I just went like, oh, God. So, what was, so what was your oh, God part in Force Awakens? Finn. Everything Finn, okay. Finn did. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um. So yeah, there was not a single character that I was like, just, I hated him. There are people who were like, okay, this is a little ridiculous, but nothing that was just like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know where to begin, so just, I, we're going to do our list here in a little bit, but just, uh, I liked it. I It didn't, I think you kind of said it right. It did feel like a Star Wars movie, but it didn't, and I think that's what was uh, interesting about it. Uh, I mean, I, I want to. It's it's kind of part of my list, but like I, I would definitely want to talk about the the visuals as compared to the Force Awakens, okay. uh, in a couple of different ways. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, as a standalone movie, I, I thought it did well. Okay, well, let me just. Uh, I did read the Catalyst book. Uh, this was the prequel before this. Did you? And I felt there's a lot of stuff that didn't explain in the movie that I was able to get because I had read the book. Was there anything? You guys felt a little lost on, or did everything seem fine? Like the relationship between Orson and uh, Galen, or anything like that? Or was that all? Um, I, th- I thought they they took care of all of it. I what I I wanted to know more about the uh, the like Kyber Kyber crystals. How how's it, how's yeah, it pronounced? Ky- Kyber. Yeah. Kyber. I wanted Kyber. to know more about the uh, these guys that were defending these Kyber uh, temples. And they, they kind of hint at it that the planet used to be a Jedi planet. I mean, it's called Jedha, so that's not very subtle. <laughs> but and, and you, and you, but you see the statues. But other than that, they don't really mention it at all. Uh, and I was hoping they would say it was Terrace Kazi, but they never, they never did. They never did. Yeah, yeah. Which the, for those of you that don't know is the uh, Star Wars uh, martial art, pretty much. Terrace yeah. Kazi, yeah. <coughs> they, made a, they made a video game of it, out of it, Masters of Terrace Kasi on what is it, Play, PlayStation One. I'm sure it was a great game. Yeah, I rented it <laughs> from Hollywood Video. They didn't in the books. They don't go over any of that or those protectors. But Jeddah is definitely mentioned, and the Kyber crystals is a big part of the the book on how Orson or Galen is trying to use synthetic crystals to generate free energy for these people and his buddy is um rennick and is kind of trying to he's working on the death star he's kind of a he's a boss but kind of a lower boss and he's trying to work his way up and so he's trying to use galen saving him pretending to be close and like oh yeah just do free energy and then kind of turning that into the death star laser they talk a lot about that and how how good friends they are and how his wife is kind of she's a big force believer she's not a jedi but she's 
uh, you know, she's like these people in the movie that are kind of like they believe in the Force, they know the Force, they just not they're not Jedi. So she's kind of like that. And she kind of gets in the way, and so a lot of that's explained. So when she gets killed right away in this movie, it was kind of like oh, because she was she was a pretty big character. Um, but since she wasn't any of the trailers, I had a feeling that was going to happen. So mm. Yeah. Sorry, I was coughing. <laughs> um, so anyway, I thought some of that was missed a little bit. Uh, like, her name's Stardust, and when she was looking through the map, like, oh, I knew it was going to be Stardust as soon as she started looking. Um, yeah. Yeah, Stardust was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her calling him Papa when he's dying, that's a big thing in the books, too. So some of that stuff was pretty interesting. Oh, uh, Saw Guerrera, he's a big, uh, not huge in the books, but you definitely get that relationship there. So there were some things that I felt, having read the book, that was a little easy to under, easier to understand. But if you guys are saying you got everything, um... so 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 real quick about about Sa- about Sagarera, mm-hmm. I thought through the whole movie they were saying soul, and then I looked it up on IMDb and it's S A W. Yeah. So Ooh, that soul. irritated me <laughs> after the fact because it sounded like everybody said soul. Just saying. Yeah. Saul Just... Rosenberg, you jerk. Ow. It's Saul. Why must you be so hurtful? <laughs> I have metal legs and merciful. Um, I guess he's in the Clone Wars or Rebels as well. So this guy um, does have a canon history, this Saw Gerrera character. It's kind of interesting. Hmm. Um, I, I heard that there was going to be a lot more uh, Force Whitaker in this movie, but it was going to be too much CGI Whoa! Oh, <laughs> too soon. Uh, I mean, that that joke actually is courtesy of uh, friend of the podcast Clayton. Yeah, I, 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 credit for that <laughs> shitty joke. That's terrible. I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm I'm giving him credit because it is so god awful. <laughs> I like it, Clayton. That was anyway. worse than Vader's uh, choke. Oh god! <laughs> oh yeah, that that like. That's one of my honorable mentions. <laughs> that was pretty terrible. Um, all right. Uh, anything uh, I like general you guys want to talk about? Like, I want to ask where you guys rank this amongst the other films. Maybe we'll save that for the end. Um, okay. In general, like the characters. I know when we did uh, Force Awakens, we kind of went in and talked about each of the new characters. Here, there's so many, and they don't really survive. So. <laughs> I don't think it's worth the whole section, but no, no. did you guys like them? Did you hate them? Was there one more you liked than the other? Uh, this is actually part of my my one of my lists, but uh, yeah, for the most part, I liked it. I thought it was good casting. I, I thought uh, Donnie Yen was a lot of fun. Um, him and the the other guy, uh, what was his character's name? Um, the guy with the big gun. I think Baze, it was Baze. Baze. Yeah, I think it was Baze. Baze. Yeah. Baze uh, like that, 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 the, the kind of that odd couple thing going on, that was fun. And yeah, although I think the actors in of themselves were, were all good. Uh, the characters themselves kind of had some weak points. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know that anyone became, other than uh, KS2, uh, K2SO. I don't know if anyone, one of them really stood out. Yeah. Uh, Donnie is the, the martial arts guy. but uh, So that's one thing I wanted to bring up is everyone's saying Donnie Yen and that guy. The names weren't very memorable. <laughs> like, what's his name in the... in the? 
It's like Chirrut. I'm looking at the IMDb. Okay. IMDb. I, I, yeah, I could not remember their characters' names. It was Wen, Wen Zhang is the, the other guy. Um, yeah, I could not remember their names. Uh, it basically was just Jin and Cassian and or the only two I could remember. Yeah. And I remember the, the, uh, the robot started with a K. <laughs> yeah, the robot I remembered, and I think the pilot was Bodhi. And I think I only remember that just because of... Yeah, I, yeah, I, <laughs> Wait, I didn't remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I didn't. I didn't remember that at all. But I just thought it was the pilot the whole movie. But I'm wondering if that's one thing. Is like Lucas did come up with some pretty memorable names over. But like also, Yak Face. Who doesn't remember that guy? But Prune uh, yeah. Face. Also, <laughs> Prune Tracy. Watching this as a 40 year old versus a four year old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, These details don't seem to matter. I'm not going to play with the toys and. Yeah. See, I don't know how much of that was ingrained in me at toy level or movie level. Like, Boba Fett's, like, name is mentioned, like, one time. And it's not even in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Ewoks are never mentioned. They're never called Ewoks ever. So, I think it's more the toys than anything. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I thought the guys were all cool. Like they said, they didn't have big backstories, but there's so many of them, and they're all going to die. So, does it really matter? <laughs> Spoiler alert, everybody dies. Yeah, everybody dies. And I was happy with that. I think I told you guys when I was going, mm-hmm. I'm like, everyone should fucking die in this. You know, maybe one or two guys survive, but no, they sh- they should all die. And they do. So um Especially Red Five. Yeah, well we'll get into that. Um <laughs> Alright, well let's just go into our list and if stuff doesn't come up that I have here, we can mention it afterwards. So let's talk about things that we didn't like. Um, All right. Who wants to go first? Alex, you go first. I didn't like how they cram. You know they were going to be in the movie, but they kind of shoehorned R2 and C-3PO into the movie. It could have been done a little bit more organically, but it's just like, let's cut away this R2 and C-3PO. Let's cut away now, because there they are. Yeah, I had this on my list. I said some of the fan service moments in the R2-D2 especially. Um, That was the most just like shoehorned in. I don't, I don't know how the fuck did uh, did Panda Baba and Doctor What's His Face survive? Well, because they went off planet after that. I mean, well, obviously, it's... but like, what? Like, they're probably on their way out to get some power converters over at Dodge Station. It was, it was fun, <laughs> fun seeing him, but I was like, they should have been murdered along with everybody else that was in that city. Yeah. Same thing. I. I, I... It was fun to see him, but yeah, it was definitely shoehorned in there as well. But nah, they were on their way out. <laughs> I, 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 it's not that wouldn't be on my list of things I didn't like, but it was definitely like oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I liked it at first when the guy walked by. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> and then when Ponda Bravo was right yourself. next to him, I was like, oh crap, what was man? <laughs> that was cool. He was late for that uh, architectural meeting that he had. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. why they had to get off planet really soon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and the R2 one and C3PO, like, it would have made more sense if it was on the Tantive 5, like them just rolling by or something. Yeah, I would have accepted that. Like, they're in the ship. Yeah. Maybe they're they're also running away from Vader or something. Because C3PO in the New Hope mentions that they've been in several battles. Yeah. I think. <laughs> He's not much of a storyteller. Yeah. But maybe because that end is so action-packed and it goes really quickly that maybe that would have just been 
to take you out of that moment. Like, oh, look, it's C-3PO. <laughs> At least this time it was before the battle started. Just have him right in the background going, ooh! <laughs> so. All right, uh, Scott. All right. Um, my number five things I didn't like was uh, just kind of a weak villain, generic villain. Uh, this, this wasn't the, the actor's fault. Uh, ben Mendelsohn as Krennic. Uh, it's just... He's just kind of a weenie, <laughs> you know, and, and oh. I guess he kind of gets his comeuppance, but yeah, not not a very memorable villain in any way. I disagree. Which is, you know, what you need for an action movie, let alone a Star Wars movie. Nah, I disagree. Yeah, I Better disagree, itself. but I disagree because I don't think he was the villain. I thought just the Empire was the villain in this one. Right, well, there's actually like a lot of metaphor for that with the uh like the death star showing up and blocking out the the sun and stuff which was badass but uh the i don't know but but like he's like to the narrative he is the villain like he's kind of the one that they're going head to head with mm-hmm. like at a more personal level yeah like he's the one with the personal stakes you know he is but i just think it, if it wasn't like the whole movie was on his shoulders. There was well, still Tarkin well, and well, Vader. Well, that, that's but that's what I'm saying though. Like they're they're so far removed from from this story. Like well, I mean, they're part of the story, but so far removed from the like the the responsibility of the story. That yeah, I don't know. It it just it's okay, but I would have liked something a little more a little stronger, especially with Force Awakens, which I thought had with like Kylo Ren was. An interesting developed villain. Yeah. This this guy is just kind of just all ambition, and that was basically his his thing. Yeah. Well, this is the first time a villain hasn't been a Sith in all the Star Wars. That's movies. true. That's true, and I did like that. I did like that. The the Force really didn't come into play until like towards the very end. Yeah. And I guess I don't know if Kylo Ren's a Sith or not, but whatever. A bad Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before people start yelling at me. Um. <laughs> all right. Um. I kind of see where you're coming from, and I actually thought about that, but I figured since it wasn't just all on him, I didn't put it on there. And that's another thing. Because I read the books, I knew more of his backstory, and I I don't know. For me, it wasn't that bad. But I can see where you're coming from on that. I mean, I mean maybe there was just, like, no good way to do it, like you're saying. Like, if, yeah. they, if they had to go to these other characters that show up in the in the main trilogy, like, the, the villain in this one kind of had no hope of uh, really ever, like, standing with legal footing on the with the Moff Tarkin and yeah. Vader. So did you? Uh, now that I saw it, I went and just watched all these YouTube videos and everything. And I guess if you go back and watch A New Hope, when they're ha- they're all sitting around the the Empire is all sitting around the table, and Tarkin walks in and he's like, "The Senate is no longer of concern. There's one empty chair there." And I guess that's the star people at Star Wars are saying that was supposed to be Krennic's chair, but he just died. Mm-hmm. So if that's that's kind of a cool little retcon thing. Oh, look, there's an empty chair in this movie. We'll pretend it's this guy. I kind of like that. <laughs> Um, all right, this thing, and this is, it's not a knock on this movie, but I have to, and I, t- I mentioned this to Alex when we were walking back, like, the space battle at the end was so epic, it almost now overshadows the Endor fight. And to me, that was the end-all, end-all battle, and this one was... The, the end-all, end-all battle, you mean? Yes, there you go. <laughs> this one almost, like I guess I have to watch it again, but there were so many TIE Fighters and X-Wings that it kind of overshadows the indoor one now i think now that's something i'll have to go back and watch 
and this is just me nitpicking now because, like I said, it was awesome. I loved every minute of it. But now when I go back, I'm like, well, now this why is this battle bigger than the you know they're they're still they're smaller at this point where at the end they're the height of their size. So like I said this is a nitpick, um, but it does explain why there's so few X-wings and stuff left over when they do go to fight the Death Star in New Hope, the first one. So I did like that. Yeah. Um, and like Alex mentioned, Red Five, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Uh, all right, uh, Alex, number four. My number four is I was a little bit annoyed by Donnie Yen's blaster because he did he took out a Tie Fighter with it, which was awesome. But then in later battles, it's like, well, why doesn't he just blow the shit out of everything? Because he's one with the Force, and the Force is with him, or whatever. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, he has he has it as a regular blaster instead. It wasn't, it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't he had like a weird bow thing. It wasn't even a it wasn't no, it was, a blaster. It, it was his staff that he did a thing with. He had the staff the whole time. He could have used it in the last battle, but he didn't. <coughs> well, he had to line up. You saw how long it took him to like line up those shots. Like he can just stand yeah, there. Yeah, but do that. when you're surrounded by fifty people, I don't think you have to line up a shot for an explosion that big. I can I completely disagree with you, Alex. <laughs> He's pretty much tossing like a an exploding shell. You just aim somewhere, kind of level. Even if you're blind, I'm, I'm sure you can aim a little bit level. Just fire, and you'll you'll take out five, ten people, five, ten stormtroopers. Boom. I'm just annoyed that he didn't use it ever again for any other reason, or they didn't explain that it was like, oh, that was my last shell or whatever. I'd have to see it again before I can comment. I just I remember him taking out the one thing and then I don't know, it didn't annoy me at all, but um, really wasn't paying attention to him, that either. I didn't even know it was his bow that did that. I thought he had another gun or something. So. <laughs> that might be the, the nitpickiest thing <laughs> that we comment on tonight. Yeah, but that means it's a good movie. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just speaking of his character, when they put the blindfold on him and he's like, seriously? Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I'm blind. <laughs> I will have to say this one had the best jokes that didn't make me groan. There were no Han Solo, Finn, Jar Jar, 3PO jokes in this. Every time they, I thought they tried to make a joke, I thought it was funny and it wasn't out of place. Yeah, um, it, they paced him pretty well. It wasn't too jokey. Yeah. All right, Scott, number four. Uh, my number four, and this might be higher up on Jeff's list, but the the no text crawl. I can see I can see why they didn't have one because they wanted it to be different from Star Wars, but it's Star yeah. Wars. You gotta you gotta have the text crawl. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, in this movie especially, wouldn't it be nice if like this is where Kyber crystals are? This is uh, they, Orson and Galen used to be friends. Like that would have been you could have summarized a little bit in a few. Yes, this is my number one. Or just, no, my number or just, two. Or just even given the state of like the the rebels versus the the because they they comment a couple times that oh I guess like they call them the alliance or they call them the rebels like what the official face of them were because that's kind of what kind of what happens in this movie is they come together finally uh, as more of a unified force. So it'd be nice to get a little maybe even a little backstory on that. I don't know. Although it does they do the time skip. So I don't know. Maybe that was why one of the reasons they didn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, whatever. Like I said, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like not having it. And it was just so that, just that the, the, the music, which we'll 
come later on in my list. Um, all right. Excuse me. Uh, my number four is the there were a lot of planets that and they had to label them because there were no I didn't like the labels of the planets. I mean, it might as well have been, you know, Detroit, Rome, whatever, when movies, they're naming the planets where they've never done. Um, and I think, because usually they would do that, like, Tatooine's mentioned in the crawl, or Hoth is mentioned in the crawl, but since they took the crawl out, now they had to put it there. And I don't know, they, I didn't know where they were at any point in the movie, except when they were on Yavin. Um, and I think... If you notice when the Vader's thing, they didn't say where it was, and I'm assuming that's the Mustafar from Revenge of the Sith, but I'm not even sure why that's the one they didn't label, and they labeled all the other ones. Um, so Jeff, quick question: where uh-huh. where is this supposed to take in relation to Revenge of the Sith? Like when? Uh, well, after. <laughs> well, I mean, the, I mean, sorry, the start of the movie. Oh, the start of the movie. So, well. The start of the movie would be um, after Revenge of the Sith. Uh, but so they go into high, at the end of the book. So sorry, in the book, the book actually starts during the Clone War. So before Revenge of the Sith. And as the book is going along, all of a sudden uh, they become it's the Senate or the Republic turns into the Empire. Palpatine's now Emperor. This guy Vader has emerged. And this all stuff happens, and they go and escape. The they go hide, and that's when they end up on that planet. That's kind of how the book ends. I don't really know. So probably like five, six years after Revenge of the Six Sith. Anyway, he's been in hiding as a farmer, and I think Jin is probably what seven, six, seven yeah. years. Old? Yeah. So probably. Well, she said, "Did she say I've been training since I was six? So yeah. Yeah. So pretty much after Saul. Well, she's, well, she says 15 years since she saw her father last, so... Okay. So, yeah, 15 years. I mean, so... I mean, look, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope is 20 years. 19 years. Luke is 19. So it's okay. somewhere in there. It's probably... It's probably with, She's a girl, it's probably 15 uh, Five years after Sith or something, and then... Okay. I don't know exactly, but... Um, so, yeah, uh... Just didn't like all... Seriously, do you guys remember any of the planet names that weren't Yavin? I remember Jeddah. Jeddah, Yavin. uh, It was the one that was like the anagram of (laughs) Obi-Wan. Really? Yeah, Yeah, I think it was Wannabe. Or Wannabe or Wobani or something like that. (laughs) Wobani Jones? Yeah. So that that, that bugged me. All right. Uh, Alex, number three. My number three is the very forgettable Death Troopers. In like all the marketing and everything, they made them seem like they're going to be this big deal, but they're just stormtroopers with cooler-looking armor, I guess. Yeah. You're talking, like, about, uh, you're talking about the guys with the black. Yeah, the ones that are like the personal accompaniment to what's his face to Rennick. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were going to be. They were going to make them out to be like. Um, the Immortals from 300 or something, but no, they were just kind of around, and they died just as much as the other guys did, really. So, I was underwhelmed by the Death Troopers, and I, I was waiting for them to be cooler. I, I thought they were... They seemed maybe like they were a little better, but yeah, not much. It's kind of like the silver one in Re- Revenge... Uh, 
Force Awakens. Oh, I think they're they're better than Captain Phasma. Yeah. But still, they're all over the trailers and the marketing, and they they don't do much in the movies. Um, Because they look cool, and the way they talk, their voices are all garbled and stuff. It's like, oh, these guys are creepy. They're going to do some badass shit in this movie. Nope. I don't think they look cool either. I think they look cool. You don't? No. I mean, a black stormtrooper is cool, but I just didn't like... Something about them looked weird to me that I didn't care for, but... But yeah, they definitely didn't live up to the, what you thought they were going to. They called Death Troopers for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then nope. Yeah, so, underwhelmed. Alright, so, moving on to my number three. Uh, all the the goddamn random levers and switches in the climax. It was like... <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, go hit this random lever and then do this random oh. thing. It was... That, it was oh, like that's the, okay. Never mind. I thought you were talking about something. It was like uh, I don't. Know. <laughs> it well, like it was like a you... point. It was like a point and click. Yeah, it was like a point and click adventure. It's like oh, you got to move this lever here, and then go move this lever there, and then plug in this thing here. <laughs> it was a little weak. What does it look like? Yeah, there were a couple times where I, I snorted because I was like, oh god, this is typical sci-fi thing where the lever has to. <laughs> The lever has to be on the far end of this bridge that makes no goddamn sense. Yeah, there's pistons hitting each other everywhere. You got to jump in between them. Memorize the timing. There, there oh, was, why? yeah, there, she jumped up through that thing. Yeah, I that was, was dying. That was that was a galaxy quest. Exactly. That's the first thing yeah. I thought of. Like, who designs this stupid shit? No, what what I was thinking of was how the fuck did the dude get through there? He could barely move. Wasn't easy. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Yeah. I think he did the smart thing and just shot a panel with a blaster until it stopped. Probably. Because <laughs> I think yeah. the, that that well that particular door was malfunctioning at the time, so that didn't bug me so much. But um, yeah, very video gamey. Speaking of video gamey, that's the new level in a Star Wars uh, Battlefront. It's okay. I played it at PlayStation Experience. So wait, what's what's the name of that planet? This is the beach one, right? What's the name of like, that one? It's like uh, Seo, Hawaii, Seo, Seo, something like that. San Juanteneo. Yeah. <laughs> San Clemente. Bodhi loved it there. <laughs> All right, uh, my number three. This is I'm choosing which one I want to leave my honorable mentions and which one I don't. All right. Yeah. Um. Uh, the Vader pun. What well, yeah, bad? Pretty terrible. Uh, don't choke on your ambitions. Oh. Oh. God. <laughs> uh, well, I I love puns. I'm a dad, so. Yeah, that's someone said. Oh, he's a dad. It's the dad joke. I'm like, no. <laughs> he didn't tell any other dad jokes in the rest of the movies, so that uh, can't do it. So, so that that actually the. The thing that bothered me in that scene more than that is when he walks by him and he like bumps him with his shoulder. Like that's and way. And say excuse me, how rude. No, no. He he. <laughs> like he's Vader. Like people get out of his way. Like he doesn't bump shoulders with people. That's not his style. I didn't like that. And yeah. but he is on the governor's leash, so he might still be in reprimand at that point. Like he should. Like I should have like jumped out of his way as soon as he saw him walking. It didn't make any sense to me. 
Yeah, but if you say you go back to New Hope, they're all talking back to Vader and stuff. Yeah. Well, Moff talks back to him, or Moff no. is the one that like everybody's scared shitless of him except for Grand Moff. No, that one guy's like, don't try to frighten him. He chokes the shit out of him. But before that, he's like, don't try to frighten us with your sorcerous ways, Lord Vader. I think he was gonna use that choke joke again, but then he's like, yeah, I didn't play well in Rogue One, so I'll just keep my mouth shut this time. <laughs> choke joke. Choke joke. <laughs> you know, yeah, he walks off. Vader walks off screen, and he's just like, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, pumps his fist. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, he, I think Vader. I said he looked a little different to me, but I don't know. That just and sounded different. But like someone mentioned, like you've seen and ever heard every word and memorized him. So anything that's not something that you know from him is gonna sound weird and look weird. Yeah, so that's true. I, I'm fine with that, but that was a pun. He doesn't. Vader doesn't do puns. Yeah, it was. At least it wasn't that. Um. All right, so my number three is that. Uh, Alex, number two. My number two is, unfortunately, even though he looked pretty damn awesome, is CGI Tarkin. Where, where, maybe it was the 3D that did it, but I don't think so. But and we're almost there with digital makeup and having people look like film realistic through CGI, but not yet. And it was just that little bit, that little bit off. Maybe if people, if somebody saw, if I saw it with new eyes and I didn't know that this actor was dead, maybe yeah. it would have made a difference. But, yeah, he seemed off, even though it was awesome. And the voice was, I'm wondering, is, is it the same voice that does the uh, Tar- Tarkin from the cartoons? I don't know. Because I, uh, I thought the voice nailed it. Yeah. The voice was amazing. It was just the rest of the makeup. Even even the the mocap actor, his mannerisms and stuff, and the acting was all great. It was just the, that unfortunate CGI face. It's almost, oh, it's almost there. I think that the first time I saw it, it was jarring. I was like, uh, cool. I was like, ah, uh. <laughs> but then, like, when he would come back, oh, I would that, forget. Is that what I heard in the theater? <laughs> But um, this, you know, when you'd see him at other times, I was all—I kind of forgot about it, and I think it worked. I don't know if it was lighting or what, but the first one was definitely like, oh, okay, this is uh, Todd Bridges bad, or what did we say, Jeff Bridges? <laughs> <Yeah>. Todd Bridges. <laughs> yeah, I, I accidentally said Jeff Daniels, and then <laughs> and then Jeff was like Todd Bridges. It's Bill Pullman, you idiot. <laughs> um. <laughs> but I think it got better as it went along, or I just got used to it. I yeah. I, I have to see it again, but I think it, they took ball, has ballsy for them to do that. Yes, and it is. I kind of ex- respect it. And, hey, they made special editions before. Maybe they can go improve it in 10 years, and it'll look great. Yeah. I don't know. But. Yeah, for, the, for the most part, I thought it was okay, a little distracting, because I think, like you're saying, like, just because we knew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was a little stiff, but anyways, yeah, we're it, you know way better than. Well, I'm trying to think. Of the last thing I saw with that was like uh, um, an Ant Man with um, Michael Douglas. Well, yeah, young Michael Douglas. He actually that looked great. I thought that looked great. Uh, didn't look I great, thought... but it, it was like definitely a big step up from. It was from... probably yeah, probably because Jeff... Mike, it was Michael Douglas actually acting, and they just put makeup digital makeup on him yes or i I guess rdj did it in uh, exactly in cabinet yeah yeah Mm -hmm. 
No, I Damn. remember the Michael Douglas one. When I watched it, I was like, because I haven't seen him in forever, and I was like, man, he looks good for his age. I yeah. was <laughs> saying that. <laughs> and I'm like, wait not, a minute. Not, as good, as, not as good as Todd Bridges, but still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I thought about adding this to my list, but then at the same time, I, I know I'm not going to add it to my list, because I think it worked better than it didn't. And if they would have just like, kept him in reflections the whole time, then that would have been even weirder. It would have been more awkward if you never saw his face. It would have turned into like the Muppet Babies or something where you just saw <laughs> the nanny's legs. Like, his feet. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. But I see where you're coming from, and I can see how it's going to bug some people. Uncanny Valley, the eyes and all that crap. But I, I, I accept it. We'll see it, like I said, when I watch it again, how I change. All right, Scott, two. Number two was... Uh... Right before, basically the beginning of the, the third act, the Jin's rah rah moment when she's trying to rally the alliance, as it were. I just felt very forced at that point, and not in her her character arc and what she meant to the people there, and vice versa, and just kind of her whole 180 all of a sudden. Like it, it was a little. I felt like there needed to be a couple more steps leading up to that. Uh, uh, it was just cheesy. Um, I get that she would have gotten to that point, like eventually, uh, or, or I get that she wanted to go do this mission, but for her to be there, like, oh, this is all about freedom and this and that, and like, uh, I needed a little bit more development there for her before he, before she just steps up and starts giving the the win for the Gipper speech. Who, well, who could have done the? Who would have done the speech? In your in your script, I'm saying it didn't need to be. It didn't even need to be done. Oh really? They just, they just need to be there, have an argument. Uh, yeah. And then she, she and she just speaks up and says like, like basically like, are you, are you serious? We're not actually going to do anything about this. This is ridiculous. And then like well, my father like sacrificed himself. We need to like use this information, and that would have been enough. And then, but she went on this whole uh, like, okay. like freedom, beauty, truth, and love thing. And I was just. <laughs> It was it was too much at that and point. And the for American her. way, whatever that means. I don't yeah. know said that. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. And this is the one I, I was I moved out of my list was why did the alliance wuss out and it took her to actually do this? Like that was the one. You're right. It should have been the alliance who made this decision. Like, dude, we have to stop this shit now, and not rely on this girl we just met and yeah and it was more it was unbelievable like you're saying scott so why did mon Mantha and uh bail organa and whoever not say fuck it you guys are wusses you guys want to go hide now oh they, they were like ready to fold the rebellion like yeah uh, yeah well then they wouldn't have gone rogue whoa one i mean yeah i yeah that, that's that's a little weak too jeff i hadn't thought of it quite that way uh but yeah, like the alliance kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they kind of suck until the end when they were awesome. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I agree with you, and it, by her doing it, also devalued these other people. So. All right, uh, my number two. We talked about it. Was the no crawl? Uh, just I miss it. And crawl, no this crawl. Is, this is me just being an old bitter man, I think. But uh, yeah, no crawl. All right, Alex, number one. Number one, right on the heels of Tarking and CGI Leah. You mean that Leia? Was, yeah, Leia. That was unnecessary. They could have shown her 
in the CGI form, digital makeup, whatever, like in a silhouette, like something like, oh, we know it's Princess Leia. She's right there. Kind of like, I don't know. But they didn't need like a full frontal. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I, I wish we got a full frontal. <laughs> no, you, no I, I, at that point, I can see why they did it, though, because they already went, they, they went balls deep on, <laughs> on Tarkin. So might as well do that one Leia shot to tie in it. You know, definitely tie it into what was happening in the beginning of A New Hope. Nah. So, I think so yeah, I, 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 I thought it was a little weaker than Tarkin's, even though she was on the screen for, what, like five seconds? But I can see why they decided to do that instead of, like Jeff was saying, just have a reflection or just have, like, the back of her head. Yeah. I, I felt, I think I felt, it was unnecessary as well. Just show her, like, running by, you know, girl with buns and a white dress on or something. It didn't really need to be that. But I, it didn't ruin it for me, but I, I think it would have been better without it. So interesting, though, that they, uh, if, looking at the IMDb page, the people that got to play the actors uh, for, for Tarkin and for Leia, like, look a lot like those people did, like, when they're supposed to be that. Well, the, the one guy looks like a... Like a much younger Peter Cushing, but the it looks kind of like Leia would at that age. So I wonder if they weren't sure if the CG was going to work, so they filmed them as actors. Yeah, and... yeah, that's that's interesting theory. Yeah, maybe. Is the one guy really does look like like Tarkin, like younger Tarkin? It looks like you him. know if it was the guy that we had at the end of Revenge of the Sith, because Tarkin's do... the very end of that movie. Um, so the, the guy they got is his name's Guy Henry, Guy Henry, or Guy Henry. Uh, he, I'm looking at his page. I don't see any other Star Wars credits. Okay. Because yeah, at the very end of Sith, when they the Vader walks to the bridge of the Star Destroyer, they're looking out, and you see the Death Star being constructed. There's a Tarkin character there. It is it is the same actress that played uh, Mon Mothma, though. Yeah, that. But she in Sith, which is it's a deleted scene. Right. Yeah. 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 All but one. Um, did you recognize who uh, General Dodano was, the actor? That the old man with the beard. Mm. Sir Barrison Selmy. Oh yeah, that's right. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not no. Not at all. Yeah, it bugged me as I was watching. I was like, "Who is it?" And then I, it, like, I probably missed some stuff because my mind, I just kept thinking, "I'm like, this is guy. I know he's from Game of Thrones." And then I finally figured it out. Yeah, Ian McKellenny. Yeah, and I heard Joran's in it too, but I didn't recognize him or Joran. Joran, I forgot. Isn't that the? That's the Night Watch that takes Arya, right? Oh, yeah, the, yeah. There's no way I would recognize that guy. <laughs> yeah, I did. did recognize him, but, um, All I know is Donna dislikes smoke. Mm. Yeah, brand left. <laughs> Screw you, Alex. It's <laughs> one of my favorite moments from our podcast when Scott said it before Alex and <laughs> danced on his <laughs> little victory Son dance. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Al, uh, Scott, number one. My number one. Uh, and this goes back directly. My my number two is uh, underdeveloped. Uh, main character um i i really like uh felicity jones here um uh i i, I 
just wish there was a little bit more for her to do. Like maybe outside, maybe they needed something to set up a little more exposition of her. Um, I, I I don't know. I just needed a little bit more for her to to really uh, have her as one of my favorite Star Wars characters. As it is, she was good, but uh, you know it, she's not up there, unfortunately. Um, it's too bad because I thought they had all the pieces there. You know, someone different from from Luke and Leia, from Ray, uh, and they, I think they kind of wasted it a little bit. Because they, they had the act, they had the, the perfect actress for what they were going for there. Yeah, I agree. I'm just wondering, like, because they had that so many characters and they're all going to die off. They just did what they could. But, right. Yeah, her of all characters, though, should have been. And even the book, like I said, the book doesn't talk about her at all. She's just a little kid, so she's just kind of around. Um, and they just, the parents reference her, but she doesn't really do anything. So even if you read the book, you don't, they didn't really build her up to anything. So yeah. Yeah. But she's my girlfriend, Scott, so I take offense to this. Uh, sorry, yeah. I take it all back, Jeff. She, she's, <laughs> she's my, she's my number one. I'm the yeah, other list. Number one worst thing you hate. I'm on, no, on the top list. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my worst thing is the score. It was very underwhelming. Yeah. Um, once again, I'll watch it again. I remember the first time I saw Force Awakens, I did not like anything about it. The second time I heard it or watched it, I liked it a lot more. So there's a chance I can change on this, but I just remember being very underwhelmed. They the the very opening, they they you did this weird like where quasi uh, main theme beat for a second, sound like it was gonna be the Star Wars theme, and then it just turned out to be this other thing, and then yeah, it was just pretty forgettable. It was just Generic, uh, g- generic is probably not the right word, but it was just no, standard. Generic, I think, yeah, it just felt like standard fare at this point, which is fine for most action movies, but not not for Star Wars. And and, and as I mentioned, though, like yeah. it's an impossible job. Like nobody's gonna fill uh, John Williams's shoes. So. Yep, and the guy, the guy, the original guy, they fired or whatever. And this guy only had three or four weeks to score the movie. So there's reasons why it's not the best, but doesn't mean I have to like it. And uh, yeah, very underwhelming. I did like the fact that they didn't jam in music that didn't belong. Like they didn't play like the Luke theme, the Leia theme, the Imperial March, really, because I don't think they're at the height of their powers here yet. So playing those songs would have been wrong, and I'm glad they didn't do that. Imperial theme wouldn't have been completely out of place. I, th- I, I agree. Thought they, this, I think this was at the height of their power because in the next uh, movie, the height of their power gets blown up. Spoiler yeah, but, alert. Like he, yeah, but you don't hear the Imperial March in A New Hope either. Well, because so. John Williams was, you know, didn't hit a, a lightning in a bottle. I know, but just to kind of keep that going, I, I think the, empire, the <laughs> empires or the 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 empire dominates so that's why that music makes more sense there but whatever like, right. that one would have, would have been that out of place but yeah the luke yeah. theme the leia theme yeah. yub nub whatever none of those would have made sense <laughs> oh i wish yub nub was there <laughs> you don't even know um so what, what, what about the new what about the new musical number from the the new new hope do it alex the new new, new return be a jedi. jedi tonight just be a jedi tonight <laughs> Go get a soda. No, the 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 one in Jabba's palace. Oh, <laughs> what, that Rasta theme. <laughs> Whatever the oh. hell. Oh, Jedi rocks. 
Yes. Ah, uh, that's old hat now. <laughs> oh, Alex is over that? Oh, I'm sorry. Alex is over something for once. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know what uh, the hell you were talking about. <laughs> All right. Um, before we do our best, I got to call for a beer break. All right. I got to call for a soju break. And we're back. Often guests, uh, right. Brian, our top is starting to get his kids into Star Wars. Scott, he just posted this in our group chat. Number five. Uh, I just hey, five was this is the. I continue to watch the Return first of, the Jedi. of all the now Star Wars movies that actually body. felt like now a war movie. And then she starts asking, "Why did Darth <laughs> yes. Vader throw the Emperor?" Get to see the data, like uh, it's all the, whole the other movies. It's all top level, like the Jedi stuff and the Luke be a Jedi tonight. Yeah, and the the Han stuff, but the. Yeah, this is like down and dirty. They're in the trenches, as it were, um, and just like the horrors of war. Like they even show like that's a big point in the movie that I really liked was that uh, like the the Rebel Alliance do shitty stuff too. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, Cassian is stabbing yeah. that dude in the back, oh, shooting him in the back. But it's it's all uh, it's more realistic, you know. They're the Red Alliance is not just all these white knight characters. Yep. Yeah. No, that was awesome. So they they they, they weren't all Ellis's from Die Hard. <laughs> right. White knight. <laughs> Vader. Booby. Bubby. I mean, yeah, they were, they, they were. I mean, there were scenes where the guys were just in rags and they're bombing military operations. You know, like okay, I see what they're doing here. Um. I just said they showed right. like that. Unfortunately, that like as as this big war that's going on, that all these people are expendable. <laughs> it's it's really unfortunate, but they are, mm. and that's part of the narrative. Uh, and I and I really like that that they stuck to that. Yeah, and their plan was to assassinate Galen. Yep. Or Galen, right? I mean, it was just like, all right, this guy's gonna be bad. Let's just kill him. Not try to convert him to our side or anything. No, we're just gonna flat out snipe this guy. Yeah, he's a head researcher. So. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I did like how Cassian brings all the other guys that did a bunch of wet work. It's like, dude, we're doing all these shitty things that we thought it was for something good, and now we're quitting? Fuck that. Yeah. Rogue One. All right. Uh, my number five, uh, since she's my girlfriend, Jenner, so. <laughs> um, it's just, I uh, just... Her character was. I agree with everything you said, Scott. But I had to put her on my list because I I do like her. And yeah, no, no, I I did. Don't don't get me wrong. I I I think that's why I was so disappointed was that I there's so much that I did like about her character. So, mm-hmm. and her. So, yeah. So put her on my list. Uh, there's lots of things I liked about this, but I had, couldn't leave her off. There's my number five. Uh, awesome, Scott. Alex, number five. My number five is I was very. <laughs> Taking it back and spitting from uh, the stormtroopers at the beginning of that beat shot. <laughs> Just talking about the latest the speeders again. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about the new TK421s or whatever? <laughs> oh, is that what they were talking about? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't understand what they were saying. Yeah, they were. Well, yeah, okay. they were. Ch- Just like uh, when Obi Wan distracted the other two guards. I think it was the same speeder type, right? Yeah, it's not 2K421, but yeah, yeah I know. some. 
it's some number. I mean, I don't know if it was the exact same number from New Hope, but it's like, it was oh, definitely they, a check out the new speeders, that. the uh, <laughs> yeah. blah 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 models. It's like, yeah, they're, they're really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I like that. There's lots of little Easter eggs in this that were just awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Not not R two and C three PO, but other than them, a lot of cool Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scott number four was uh, K two S O. Uh, just number four? Damn. Yeah, yeah. And a robot dominate. Like, R2 gets his moments to shine. They kind of ruined it in the prequels. But, the uh, what now? Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, he's my number one, so I'll weigh in. So yeah. badass. Yeah, and so you was- got to be the badass and the comic relief and it makes me wonder play. why, why if if the Empire had so many of those robots running around, how they hadn't already won. Maybe it's because they were just too easily reprogrammable. I was wondering how could we've never seen them before. I was but, like, well, they like, all got blown up on that planet. Like, you, you, like one of him is worth like like fifty stormtroopers or fifty normal soldiers, and the Empire had a bunch of them. So like, how is it that they hadn't fucking like wrecked the well? The Jin kind of takes care of that one guy, one droid in one shot. <laughs> takes the, you true. know, that one takes care of in one shot. He's like, did you know that was not me? <laughs> that was gold. Oh my yeah, gosh. That joke, that joke was good, but I'm pissed because it was on one of the trailers or something. I had oh, seen it was? before. Yeah. Oh, or, I, I'd never seen it before. That was oh, awesome. Speaking of trailers, she never did the, the rebel line. There's like five or six things in the trailer that weren't in this movie. Mm. Yeah, so, I rebel. Special. Um, him, Krennic walking with his in the cape in the water. The uh, nude Mod Mothma scene. <laughs> you wish. Oh, that was just in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're when when you're shipping, uh, Admiral, uh, not Akbar, but uh, Admiral Radis and uh, <laughs> and Mod Mothma. <laughs> I'm gonna write slash fic about them. Yep. <laughs> It'll be the new Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades yeah. of Red. Yeah, I have K2SO as my number three, so I think we all sounds like uh, we all like him. Number one. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Tudic. Uh, yeah, Tudic is kind of he's he's like the Edwin, the new Edwin for Disney. <laughs> yeah. Only Literally in uh in uh yeah. College. Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, he's he's in like every Disney movie now. (laughs) His voice. Yeah. Oh, he was done well. I'm always, I think, because of the prequels. Whenever there's droids involved, I'm like, uh. And even C3PO, I don't like. I've never liked C3PO. So I'm (laughs) always just like, uh. Kurt Uh, Allen too. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, yeah. But this guy was awesome. And at uh, give Force Awakens credit, BB-8 was good too. So yeah. the last two droids have been pretty yeah. worked pretty well. Solid. He delivers dry lines. He says what he wants, and then like at the very end, he's very heartfelt towards Jin. Oh, as only, as only a droid. Probably oh, one. it was harsh. It was the saddest one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then yeah, his joke when he would bounce off the shield and him. Du- Disappear and uh, empty out of space. You guys would all freeze to death or die. <laughs> Not me. 
<laughs> I could survive outer space. I could survive. Yeah. My my favorite moment was him is when uh, they they make him stay behind before they're going into the city, and she tosses him the pack, and as soon as she like turns around, he just drops it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the uh, my favorite joke of his. It was like Jin, I'll always be there for you. I have. Cassian said I had to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was good. Uh, awesome. Was it Cassian that reprogrammed him? It has to be, right? Since he he follows, the, he's like his his number one I, guy, I, right? I That's his Chewbacca. I would assume so. Yeah. All right. Um, so that was Scott's four. Uh, my four, and it kind of go back to Scott's five. Was I like the grimy stormtroopers, like especially that one where she's locked up in the cell at the beginning, and there's that stormtrooper just kind of sitting there, like slouched. Just dirty, not pristine white uh, armor. Mm. And just throughout, the stormtroopers just kind of showing them, like, actually how they were being used as a, a police force and not just fighting in space, but how they... <laughs> just hating life. Like, what the hell did I choose being a stormtrooper? But just I, like, I could have been a space accountant. Well, no, I just think any soldier, right? You just stop yeah. on this somewhere, you know, you're stationed somewhere. You know, in this case, a whole different world or whatever, and just it's rough and... Well, I really like that. They're clones, so who cares? They're not clones. <laughs> they do talk about that in uh, Catalyst and how they're the clones are done. There's some that are still around, but they're all like do, do they like now. phase them out or they just all die? Uh, they didn't go into the specifics. I think if you watch the Clone Wars cartoon, the Republic does finally or. Somebody finds Kamino and they blow it up with a cloning facility, so they're just stopped. And then I just think, once the once the Emperor wins, he doesn't need him anymore. He can just make anybody he wants be a, a troop. So they're, I think I don't know. They're probably they're just, just covering up for Lucas. <laughs> yeah, they're probably just around, but they're like regular people, soldiers now. Yeah, well, I think it's just it's still a mix. Maybe at the beginning of New Hope, but as you go on, just when they die, they just they're not replaced. So eventually, they just kind of through attrition, they kind of all have disappeared. And I think like if you watch Rebels or something, there's a splitter cell of these special ones that are kind of good guys. I don't know. I don't watch those, but um, I know that stuff's out there. But anyway, uh, yeah, just the lived-in stormtroopers. Han Solo isn't good to me, did? Yeah, they don't know. Oi. <laughs> He's no good to be dead. All right, your number three, Alex. My number three, I loved Vader in that back to tank. I was not expecting that at all. And it makes sense that he's continually just generally has to regenerate himself. So he's always in that back to tank. That was awesome. And <laughs> really creepy. It was. The did you expect to see uh, Hayden Christensen or no? I was wondering if they were going to like flash his face at all. Yeah. Yeah. At, at that age, it wouldn't have been him. It would have been the other guy. Or just like any face, though. Like I was wondering if they were going to actually yeah. see anything. But... I'm glad they didn't show that, but it was cool and creepy. Back to... They didn't show him in like, his underoos, like Luke. What yeah. are... Who the... Who the hell was that guy? Yeah, who the hell was the guy yeah. that came to like? Is it was that like his personal assistant? Like, who the fuck was that guy? Yeah, that was weird. And there was the Imperial Royal Guards were there, which I thought were only for the Emperor. So I don't know what the deal with those were. And then yeah, that guy. 
like in the trailers, everyone was wondering who that was, and it's just some jobber. It was like Vader's assistant. <laughs> like, I don't. I, I guess it makes sense. The Imperial Guards would be there though to guard his back to tank. Mm-hmm. You, you'd have your most that elite is, troops yeah. there to guard the guard him when he's uh, vulnerable. Why he's vulnerable? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you guys think that was Mustafar or what? I have no idea. It was probably the back to planet. It was the Vlava planet, so I don't know. I think it was, but I guess it was like yeah. no, like it, it could have started construction anywhere, right? Didn't really matter. Yeah, it's I, outer space, so yeah. Uh, wait, which for what? Start construction on what? The Death Star. Death Star. Oh. Yeah, it was in outer space. Yeah, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can actually. I mean. You could draw blueprints on a planet, but starting to build a planet-sized thing on a planet, I don't think so. No, I... <laughs> of, course, of course it was in that. fucking space. He's saying, like, <laughs> like, which planet was near. I think... And they talk about it in the Catalyst. I think it's uh, above Geonosis. Because those little... Yeah, the little ant guys. Little, little like wasp dudes work on it. So... And they were harvesting all that. Remember the asteroid belt that Obi Wan Kenobi and Jango Fett had the the sound battle on. Yeah, all those asteroids are used to get the the material to build it. Oh, okay. So. There you go. So yeah, it at least started being built there. I don't know once they put an engine in it if it flew somewhere else, but uh, at least that's how I understood it when I read it. All right. Uh, I don't know where we at now. Scott three. Yes, number three is scale. Like, way better than J.J. Abrams did it, uh, was uh, Gareth Edwards. Like, you actually get a sense of scale of all the shit that's going on, like, at least with the the ships and things like that. Um, and the planets, too. Like, you get a sense of, like, like that there's a lot of people in that city on Jeddah, um, the huge statues, just the the Star Destroyer being fucking dwarfed by the, the Death Star. Oh, that was the, cool. The Death Star eclipsing the sun and like taking up the whole horizon after it had uh, jumped jumped in in front of the whatever that planet is at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, you get a real sense of actual like like scale, like the um, how big things are in that universe, and you got none of that in the J.J. Abrams. Uh, yeah, so, so I really that, that's where you get a little yeah. bit of it with the the crashed um, Star Destroyer. In the beginning of the movie and Force Awakens, but but outside of that, like uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was just it's some really cool stuff, like having the the Death Star as a backdrop. And then yep. when that Star Destroyer warps in from hyperspace, right as the other uh, the Rebel ships are trying to warp out, and they crash into it. Yeah, that was badass. Yeah. So that scene, that oh, there's. I only picked one moment for that entire end 20 minutes because it was all just fucking awesome. But I like that him coming in, that's just like from the books. That always happens where like like Thrawn and stuff would have people jump in right in the exit point and just destroy the enemy and stuff like that. So that was right out of the books and stuff for me reading. So that was cool. And I knew it was going to happen. You know, Vader will take care of the fleet. You're like, oh, God, it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that... That other that the non Akbar guy was gonna go because okay he's not in the other movies so this guy's got to go and I knew it was like oh this is it this is it oh, I, I, that guy was a badass uh, yeah I just <laughs> want to say yeah mention. yeah audible mention they made the calamari fucking badasses in this yeah. movie 
It's like, what? You're all gonna, like, every, you're I, gonna stand and fight, motherfucker. Yeah, everybody else is being a bunch of pussies, and the, the calamari you can barely walk on land are like, fuck it, we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Not only will we go, but we'll take our entire fleet. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was, they did a really good job making them cool because <laughs> they look fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I, did you guys? He was admiral, so I'm assuming because he died, that's how Akbar becomes. Or are there like, more than one admiral? But yeah, that is that is true. But they made it sound like he was in charge of the calamari. So, mm-hmm. did was there any Easter eggs for Akbar in this? Because I didn't see any. If there were, was he in the background of the year and mention his name or? No? Nope, I didn't notice. I was anything. kind of waiting for it, but I guess what's his face? The blue admiral. Yeah. All right. Cool. I don't know where we are on the list now. Yeah. Is it me turn? We're at uh, number two. I was just doing my oh, three. Three. Okay. Uh, my three is K2SO. We've already talked about him. He was awesome. So, Alex, number two. My number two is Rennick. I like a villain because you, you get all these villains like, oh, he's such a badass. Oh, this guy's he's going to tear shit up. Like, this guy's just a weasel that's trying to cry, climb up the corporate ladder. I don't know. I just, I just love that about Renick. Yeah, he went and he went over his boss's head. Yeah, to bo- go talk to Vader directly. <laughs> Whoa, he went over my helmet. <laughs> nice. He's just some corporate douchebag trying to get ahead, trying to weasel his way. And uh, Tarkin sees him for what he is, and he Tarkin just straight up just steals credit for everything that he did yeah. and vader doesn't care for him at all he's gonna have none of his shit and they're pretty yep. much just using him to get the job done because they know that, oh did you did you talk to the to the emperor about me oh, yeah. so cool <laughs> i like i like I like, yeah, I like my villains to be total heels <laughs> <laughs> all right pretty good uh so... I don't know. Number me? Two. You or me? Go ahead, Jeff. All right, I do me. Um, the Vader fight at the end. That was awesome. Yeah, so my number two, and I have it written down as Vader beats ass. Yes. <laughs> that was so it, it was fucking cool. It turned into like a two-minute horror movie. Just the door oh, closed. One missed. door won't close. <laughs> the, on his side, it's all black, and all of a sudden, turns on the lightsaber and just. Chops people down, force chokes, force force throws. Uh, it was just the Vader we all wanted to see, the one we wanted to see in Sith that we never got to see. Um, yeah, uh, and you get you, and then you really, you know, it. I, I you kind of get it. They, they do a good job in the the original trilogy, but and you get why everybody's fucking terrified of this guy. Yeah. Well, th- and that this just shows you. This is one of the you know it just shows you just oh yeah. my god he was just brutal and oh so cool that part i know whenever i buy this movie i'm just gonna loop this whole last 20 minutes because number one's gonna be in this last 20 minutes as well i just ah maybe that's why maybe there's more i didn't like about it than i remember because the ending was so good that it overshadowed everything Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah vader kicking ass number two yeah that's my number one okay so badass just casually deflecting bolts not even, he, he didn't even look like he was putting effort into anything. He's just yeah. wrecking house. And I think that's the first time we have seen him deflect bolts with his lightsaber, right? As 
as Vader, not as Anakin's. Yeah, as, yeah. yeah. He blocks him with his hand in Empire yeah. Strikes Back, which <laughs> is even more ass. awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, ah, that's so good. I just like it was so dark, and you hear the breathing and the lightsaber come on. and ah. So, uh, all right, so that we've all, that was, we're done. So it's back to me now. My number one would be the whole space battle at the end, but the reveal of Red Leader and Gold Leader. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've ever fist pumped during a movie before. <laughs> I literally went, yes! <laughs> oh, so that, that was so, that just made the movie, I think. I think that all could have been crap, but just throwing them in there, <laughs> I was not expecting it at all. Like, some of the other stuff I was. Like, I was expecting a Vader fight at the end. I was expecting Tarkin to be in it. Um, Leia, I, I wasn't expecting to see her face, but I thought she'd be in there. But just showing those guys, and it's like, what? That's awesome. Wait. And you think about it, like, yeah, of course they'd be in this battle. Well, yeah, fuck yeah. Ah, oh. My biggest nerd moment, I think, of all time is just, <laughs> I probably cream my shorts if I want to think about it if I want to go back and check would have been a little ah. bit better if Porkins had been in there yeah <laughs> we would have shown Porkins and <laughs> but there they showed those two and they I swear they just it was the same dialogue and the same damn images from the first movie but whatever it worked guy, for me those guys look great oh speaking of pilots there was like a throwaway line when they were walking out of the the base like in the background you hear like blah 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 Captain Antilles Oh yeah, yeah, I heard that too. No, it was uh, Jimmy Smith's. That yeah, was, yeah, it was uh, Jimmy Smith's. It said, the, it said like have Captain Antilles ready the ship or something like that. Something like that, yeah. That was that Papa Antilles. No, that's that's was the it? guy who uh, flies the Tantive Four, the Princess Leia ship. He's the captain of it. He's the guy that really... chokes on his ambition. Uh, later on, yes. Uh, no <laughs> relation to Wedge Antilles. Though. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Smith of Star Wars. It's like the new end of Star Wars, too. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, not related to Wedge. Yeah, no Wedge. Um, I, and that, it, Alex, I, I think you said you saw... Yeah, no, you didn't. Biggs. No, because remember... I saw, oh, a dude a with scene. Must, I saw a dude with a mustache and a checkered helmet, I think. I thought I saw Biggs. But remember the deleted scene from A New Hope? Biggs is still on Tatooine with Luke, and he was just going to leave at that moment. Yeah, but that was a deleted scene. That's not. Canon. I know, it's not canon, but I, I don't think it was him. I thought it was Wedge. Um, there was a guy with a mustache. I'll give you that. And probably Wedge. I mean, <laughs> Biggs. <laughs> Damn it. When Cassian had the the Imperial outfit on and he had his mustache, I'm like, is that the first time an Imperial officer's had facial hair? And I was trying to think. And other than the guy with the big sideburns who tells Tarkin this. You mean Bushek? <laughs> No, <laughs> we've analyzed their attacks, though, and there is a danger. Do you want to? Oh, evaluate? dude, yeah, that guy had that, some awesome sideburns. That guy had some big sideburns, but I don't think anyone's had a mustache. That's but because I could be wrong. The, no, no, I was, I was, I was wondering the, the Empire adhered to their Disney uh, facial hair regulations yeah. for a long time. Yeah, like George Steinbrenner runs the Empire. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wondering about that. Like, was was anybody gonna say anything to that? Because he was like clearly, clearly he hadn't shaven like in weeks, a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, then, uh, you know, you don't make eye contact with the Imperial guys, with the, the officers. Officers, yeah. That's true. And then if they didn't notice Barf's tail in Spaceballs, then how, <laughs> why were they going to notice the mustache That's in true. Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to find yes, those. <laughs> hey, guys, can't you guys read? No parking. 
So my number one, red leader, gold leader in the whole final battle. Scott? Uh, my number one is the space battle. Uh, just one one more thing to toss in there, though. Uh, it fucking clearly does not pay to be a general in the Star Wars universe, at least not for the Rebels. Because <laughs> one of those pilots was a general, and he did get blowed up. <laughs> like, I like how they just waste their generals, their highest-ranking officers on the front lines. Like well, I maybe, guess they're, they're, they're that desperate, I guess, but... Maybe it was like Bill Pullman from ID4. He belonged in the, in the skies. Maybe. I'm just saying... Uh, like, I'd like to know what you do, Mr. President. If, if you're a general, it's probably because you're good at strategy and coming up with stuff and lead, like leading from behind the lines. Maybe not waste that guy in a dogfight. I'm just saying. I don't know. They promote Lando and... I know. They make them all general. <laughs> well, <laughs> They're all general. Yeah, yeah, man. Literally. Yeah, I know. Maybe maybe in the Star Wars universe it's like Charge Jar Binks was a fucking general for crazy. It goes like it's like sergeant, general, and then lieutenant, and then captain, and then admiral or whatever. Like, yeah, maybe general's just like the second ranking. Yeah, in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. yeah. Well, which what which is better, regular general or bombard general? <laughs> bombard general. I think regular general's better. Well, Jar Jar lived, so probably the bombard. Yeah, probably bombard. Bad or whatever else. <laughs> no one knows. No one cares. <laughs> Stupid Gungans. They have this fucking awesome steel this shield technology, and they can't fucking beat a bunch of robots can barely move. Good job. Good job. Misa no have a All right, let's stop talking about that <laughs> shitty movie. All right. Um, uh, honorable mention. Yeah, no. They, the there, space was, there, was, there was one guy okay. that needed cover desperately, and Red 5 was not coming to his rescue, either because he was just a shitty pilot or he was dead. I like that. Red 5, I need cover! Red 5, where are you? <laughs> yeah, it was I like, think... hey, Luke, we have a spot open just for you. You <laughs> yeah, say you bullseye womp rats and back home? Yeah. <laughs> I think they gave him the shittiest number because they didn't. they weren't impressed with this farm boy. Then he turned out to be all right. Yeah, I like the fact that that, uh, that Red 5 spot was mentioning. open. <laughs> yeah? yeah that's, uh, I know I complained a little bit about the, the lack of character development, but I did really like the casting again. Uh, it was well acted, and I like most people as what they were doing anyways. So. Yeah, I got no complaints there. I, I like the idea of... The, the Y-Wings coming in and actually doing something useful for once in one of these movies. And they <laughs> disabled the ship. Then they brought in that hammerhead. and Oh, that I'm hammerhead so is cool. Yeah, I'm so used to, like, in Star Wars movies, when stuff hits, when they touch, they just explode. <laughs> and this one, it didn't do that, right? Like, it actually, they rammed and they so is that, So is that fucking collapsed. ship actually designed to run into things? I have no idea. The hammerhead? <laughs> I think it was. If not, that was like a fucking suicide mission. That was a straight-up suicide mission. Yeah. Run into that ship with your ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, they knew what they I, signed I, up for. It was called a hammerhead, so yeah. maybe it was designed for that. I don't know, but I've never heard of that but before. Maybe he just rammed <laughs> that ship, and as soon as it started making contact, it had enough momentum for it to slice through another Star Destroyer. They're like, all right, peace out, and they just warp right out of there. Um, I am gonna. We haven't talked about the one thing that is kind of lame. It's just they have this one data center, and hard drives are on this. It's you know Mission Impossible. Like I, that was kind of stupid. And then, 
Tarkin just blows it up anyway. So, I, uh, but whatever. All data tapes. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll go with it. And I did like. I think we talked about this in the way home. That they didn't show the Death Star blowing up an entire planet on this yeah. movie. They didn't waste it on it. You know that is still a very special event. All the rents, very special event. And this one, it was just okay. We'll blow up cities. We won't destroy a whole planet yet. Yeah. So I did. I did really like yeah. how they how the, to destroy the the base. They just shot the water like a few miles out instead of directly going for the base. Right. Oh, that was cool. I think that was just a targeting error. error by one of those helmet guys. Maybe. They're pushing a lot of buttons. Yeah, and I, and I did really <laughs> like how, again, they kept the narrative. Um, Jin and uh, what's his face? Uh, Cassian. Cassian. They're just sitting there on the beach, and and they just, they start making out and kissing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the explosion comes, and they're both they both accepted. Like I think that was I I was reading a, a cool review on this. Uh, they pointed out that that was kind of like how how they all met their end there was um, where Krennic thought he was indispensable, and that turned out to be not the case, <laughs> and that's why he lost, and that's why uh, like Jin and Cassian succeeded because they knew they were expendable. They were you know looking at the big picture, and he wasn't. Right. He, oh, he saw that big picture on the horizon. Yeah, well. So, uh, what do you think about now they've kind of given an explanation to why the Death Star had such a stupid weak point and that it was built in, it was put put there on purpose? Do you like that they put that in there? Um, I like redconning is always tough to like say, say like, oh yeah, it's good that they redcon that. But, like, that makes more sense than there just being this weird flaw. Yeah, for yeah. for whatever reason. But then again, it makes more sense that they were able to exploit it because it just it, may, it makes more sense that the Imperial people would have somebody around to identify the weakness versus the Alliance because they just had more resources to throw at. Like we've well, we've, we've built this because, thing is because they trusted uh, Jin's dad. It's like, oh, yeah. don't worry about that. But That's like, how like, it's supposed to like, work. Okay. <laughs> knew something funny was going on and he knew they were going after the plants the death star no because he did not evacuate in their moment of triumph <laughs> yeah i don't think he suspected that there was a weak point i think he yeah. suspected they were no. just trying to get plans for right, it but you know, i mean get the... but, but he had to assume that they they'd gotten away with it at that point you got to be like okay well they have the plans now let's re let's go over it again to make sure that there's no weakness nah uh, tarkin was overconfident in that thing from day one no, he wasn't. Yeah, it was. And, and there was a the, point in the movie the where he was like, no. And it was a whole point, plot point in the no, movie he, where he was like. A new hope. He means a new hope. Yeah. Oh, new hope. Yeah, okay. But in this one, he wasn't. So at this point, I, I don't know. I, so it could go either way. Like, from from like a, like a story standpoint, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, to have these other characters, and this is what the, the story is about. Like, I don't think it ruins anything going on in the other movies. Yeah, no, I think it's a good explanation of why the Rebels knew... Like, yeah, I think it's a good explanation. I don't know why... Or... when they Since they blew up the whole... Plans. So the only person, the only people who had a copy of the plans now were the Rebels, right? Yeah, it was, new, it was Leia in that little tiny disc that she slides into R2. We'd have to assume right. that the plans would also be on the Death Star. Okay. 
sure. Death Star blew up. Tarkin blew up the, all the, their own copy. So how do they build a second Death Star? They probably made another copy. Yeah. But then they blew it up. From the first Death Star. But they blew up the Death Star, and then he blew up the whole uh, I, Tower I, of Records. I, 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 <laughs> I don't think it's that much of a stretch to think that they had like a backup for those plans. Yeah. Like, somewhere. Right. Unless there was Bothans from the Rebels that took the plans over to the Empire, then they said, oh shit, we better take those back. And that's how many Bothans died, getting the plans back. <laughs> I hope they don't make that movie. <laughs> I want to see a bunch of Bothans. Bothans are dicks. If you read the Thrawn, if you read the Thrawn trilogy, they're a bunch of bureaucratic yeah. assholes. Yeah, they're jerks. Ugh. Many Bothans died. But and we were we all, and no one was happy. <laughs> we all were happier. Uh, Fun, fun fact. Uh, the guy who wrote this, Tony Gilroy, who of late has been doing all the Bourne stuff. Um, his first writing credit is for The Cutting Edge. Oh, Topic. Topic. DB Sween. Why wasn't Mark, he in this movie? Mark Kelly. Yeah, I know. They <laughs> both should have been in it. So, so you heard about him, right? Like he wasn't the original writer. They brought him in at the end, and that's why there was all these. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. So, like, just looking at the, uh, the credits. So, there's two guys credited with the screenplay. There's the guy yeah. that came up with the story, John Knoll, um, and he was like a like one of the special effects guys at ILM. And he, they, yeah, that guy also invented Photoshop. <laughs> really? Yes, this wow. guy's like super genius, like ILM master, and oh, on this, he has this like side thing that oh, he invented Photoshop. <laughs> like, Jeez. what the fuck? But yeah, he came up with a story, and then and there was two screenplay guys, right? And then this Gilroy guy. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. All the so there's a story by John Knowles, some guy Gary Witta. I don't know who that is. Yeah. And then yeah, Chris Weitz. Weitz, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, and then yeah, Tony Gilroy. But yeah, I imagine, I imagine that there was probably a couple other people that didn't get credits that went over the <laughs> that did passes on the script too. Yeah, including probably the director. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's all the stories that this Gilroy guy was brought in. He was not only writing; he was in there like editing and stuff. So I, there's a little bit of controversy on what. Well, it's stuff. funny that you say that. One of the editors is his younger brother. Okay. Uh, something another Gilroy. I don't remember his first name. Um, but yeah, whatever he did, it seemed to work. Uh, Speaking <laughs> of Gilroy, we should go to that garlic festival. Nope. <laughs> it's probably delicious. All right. Uh, anything you guys <laughs> want to add? I'm going to ask for your guys's uh, <laughs> rankings here. But anything else you want to add? Um, Don't watch it. This movie's awesome. Yes. It's definitely the most violent Star Wars movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I can't take the kids to see this one. Yeah. It's kind of a rough sell. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to wait until Guardians 2. <laughs> or until the wife's out of town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So if I remember correctly, uh, Alex, you had Force Awakens after Star Wars and Empire, but before Jedi. Is that correct? I'm not even going to bring up the prequels, but it was like <laughs> you had Empire, Star Wars, Force Awakens, Jedi. Yes. So where does this now fit into that? This one is above Force Awakens. So this is this is this is my number three. Okay. With Empire being number one, Star Wars being number two, and then 
uh, Rogue One being number three. And then Force, Force Awakens and Jedi, yeah. Okay. Uh, Scott? Uh, subject to change. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yes, obviously. <laughs> uh, it, w- it would be Empire, uh, New Hope. Um, <sighs> shit. Uh, probably Force Awakens, then then this, then Return. Really? Yeah. All right. Um, I would do Empire, A New Hope, Jedi, this, Force Awakens. Um, I like this a lot more than I liked Force Awakens, which I have a lot of bad things to say about. But this is, this would make, uh, actually, the, in, the first trilogy is going to be impossible to overtake for me, so yeah. <laughs> maybe it's not fair, but... I would put this up there. It's the best Star Wars movie since I was five years old or whenever Jedi came out. So it's really good. Yeah. So at least you all agree Empire's first and then the trilogies don't even rank. <laughs> or the, the prequels don't rank. No, they don't. Nope. The what now? <laughs> You're like, oh, you guys haven't watched Westworld. Never mind. Um, all right, we're running long here. Alex, do you have anything to do in sports or should we skip it? No, let's skip it. All right. Anything in new, Scott? Uh, I think we're good for, for this okay. episode. We've, we've talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, and just a tribute, uh, Nine Numb wasn't even in this movie. Yeah. Mm. Oh, never mind yeah. then. My number new, my number <laughs> one is uh, <laughs> Jedi and then Force Awakens because he was in that. <laughs> he wasn't that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he wasn't in A New Hope or Empire, so maybe he, he joined late. He joined the Rebellion. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Often guest uh, Brian is starting to get his kids into Star Wars, and he just posted this in our group chat. I just put Charlotte to bed, and I continue to watch <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Now she just came out and said she had to go potty. As she's, and then she starts to ask, "Why did Darth Vader throw the Emperor?" <laughs> she had been hiding behind us the whole time, watching from afar. <laughs> That's so cool. That is cool. All right. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. We all enjoyed it. You guys should go watch it. I'm sure you have. If you're listening to this, I hope so. Yeah, you um, better spoilers yeah uh let us know what you guys think on facebook and twitter and um the internets we would appreciate it yeah man old joe don't let me down (laughs) yeah thanks for listening everybody rimwood you do we at hans shop first like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast we would love to hear from you so feel free to contact us on facebook and twitter at hans shop first also please leave us a review on itunes Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.